You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Do you have a question for Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue? The weekend is always a good time to have challenges be thrown up in your face. Well, she's in the studio now just for you if you need some guidance on perhaps settling techniques, starting solids tantrums, fighting siblings. If you don't call in, I'll just uh, commandeer her and get her to sort my family out. The number to call is 1-800-KIDS-RADIO. That's 1-800-543-772. Or you can text us on 0437-665-200. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Starting today with a message that someone, Katie, I should say, has left for us on the phone line. Right. Hi, um, my name's Katie. I wanted to get advice for my almost seven-month-old not being very interested in solids and increased milk feeds at night as a result. So, yeah, how do you, seven months old, that's... that's This is a really common problem, though, especially depending on how the solids were introduced. Um, But if they're not taking a lot of solids, then they will increase. They'll wake up more, obviously, because they're hungry and they need the the sustenance of food now. Milk's not enough. So this is a really common sort of problem. And the first thing to think of is only give three meals, so breakfast, lunch and dinner. Give small quantities to start with. Um, With a seven-month-old, I would try finger food for lunchtime, but don't worry about the amount. So finger foods, they're a good size that they can pick up and see in their hand, like cucumber sticks and fingers of toast. Um, even if they're only sucking them and, and, and getting them interested in food. So not knowing too much about, you know, how much and when they get fed. The first thing I would suggest, because they're being fed overnight and not sure how many times being fed, is half the time or half the amount of feed that they're getting overnight. So, for instance, if they're breastfeeding, they're having both breasts, only give them one breast. My general pattern for night, that multiple night feeding at this age is the first time they wake up, resettle them. The second time they wake up, feed. The third time they wake up, resettle them. What we're doing is decreasing how much fluid they're getting overnight to have them more interested in food in the day. And so once they've done that through the night, yes, because it's been so long since yes. I was in this situation, um, do they offer... Breast or food first when they wake in the morning? When they wake in the morning, because they're having um, milk overnight, no matter what form it comes in, and if you were bottle feeding, you're just half the amount in the bottle, uh, you start with breakfast. So often they start with a milk feed because that's traditionally how we would do it, but that's just reinforcing the milk part of the association. So we would start with breakfast. So a seven-month-old might have porridge or a muesli or wheat bix or, you know, mum might have made up some egg or something along that line for the baby. But I would start with the food and I would start half an hour after the baby woke up. So if the baby woke at 6, I'd give them breakfast at 6.30 and then an hour later give them their milk feed. So normally it'd go the other way. You'd wake up, you'd give them a milk feed and about an hour later they'd have breakfast and all you do is swap that around. Then after their morning sleep, I'd just give them a drink of water, give them lunch a little bit earlier so they get interested in lunch between 11 and 11.30 then they'll have a milk feed before they probably go down for their afternoon sleep. Then again, some water when they get up. Bring dinner forward a little bit, 
just to get them interested in the food and get them hungry for food. And then, of course, give them a milk feed before they go to bed. Now, generally speaking, that'll help turn this around. And a seven-month-old normally has four milk feeds in the day and three meals. And when we're having that, those feeds overnight, we need to maybe pull back on one of those feeds in the day to get them hungry enough to eat the food. And then once you eat the food, you do more resettling overnight. And then eventually it flips itself back around into the right sequence again. So it's a tough one. Oh, good luck, Katie. I hope that helps. And please feel free to call us um, next week if you'd like to speak to Chris in person after you've tried that. The number to call is 1-800-KIDS-RADIO. We're taking your calls now. If you have a question similar to what Katie asked or something completely different, Chris helps families across Sydney with uh, everything from newborns to toddlers to the combination of both. Um, You can also text us on 0437 665 200. Chris, we also have some questions from Facebook. Bronwyn says, any or asks, any tips for stopping a 5am feed for a nearly 10-month-old? She won't eat breast, She won't eat breakfast when she gets up for the day later, but won't be resettled at 5am without milk. <laughs> She's great. That 10-month-old is great. She's doing well. She's doing extremely well. She could, it could be worse is what you're saying. <laughs> no, well... <laughs> She's got she's got the right amount of power for a five, for a ten month old. It's my way or no way. So in this case, in all honesty, you just got to get her through to a reasonable time frame. And so if she won't um, go back to sleep, that's fine. But don't give her the milk. So wait until about six o'clock and then get her up. Um, whether you've resettled in that period of time, anything but feed her so that when she gets up, it's a bit like that seven month problem. When she gets up at six, six is reasonable if she's been in bed for 11 hours, then you start with breakfast. And if she doesn't have breakfast, then you wait an hour and you give her the milk feed. The beauty of a 10-month-old, just stay in the rhythm. Don't don't move the boundaries very far. So you can swap them around, like you give her milk feed or breakfast first, but at 10 months, they usually would have breakfast first. Then about an hour later, have their milk feed. And I think in this one, you just, you just got to show her that five o'clock is not a happening time. <laughs> that's right. Go back and that's not easy when you're 10 months old and you're loud. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, well, good luck with that, Bronwyn. Um, if you'd like to call us, you can call us now. The number is 1-800-543-772. That's 1-800-543-772. Um, we also have some questions on the text line. It says, um, hi, Dr. Chris Michelle from Melbourne here. Need some help. Need some more help. My, now my my little one, who's almost 11 months, is an incredibly active wriggler. She won't stay still for a nappy or clothing change at all. And of an evening, it's like a rodeo. I'm exhausted by the end of the day. Oh, I can remember that. Oh, when it's they like all trying to dress toss themselves around. It happens from anywhere from nine months on and really can happen right through till they've got that cognitive development that says you need to stand still. Uh, Michelle, bribery, corruption, deception. These are three parenting words that stick in your head from about 10 months through to about, oh, I don't know, 24. So in this case, I usually don't put them on the change table because they already know that they're, gonna to, they're going to roll around because mum's going to change their nappy. I do it wherever you need it to be on the floor and distract them by something they haven't had. So sometimes I get out, you know, the um, measuring spoons? 
So I just take them to the lounge room, lay them down, give them the measuring spoons and change them quickly. It's a learned behaviour. It's so I would use distraction to get them to lay down. And the beauty of a 10-month-old, you're probably only changing them three, maybe four times in a day. So this one, bribery, corruption and deception will help you out. Oh, brilliant. And look, finally, before we go, we have Lisa. Um, this, I think, is a quick one. She asks, how many awake hours um, before having a nap should an eight- or nine-month-old baby have? About three So from when they get up to when they go down, it's about three hours. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, that made it easy. (laughs) That is easy, nice and short. All right, well, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. It's a pleasure. That's Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue. She'll be back in next week from midday answering your questions. Kindling Kindling Helpline is brought to you by 136 National Home Doctor Service. If you or a loved one needs urgent medical care but your GP is closed, Make the call to 136. That's 137425 for a bulk build after hours doctor home visit. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.